1: Eat Sleep
2: Fantasy. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. Also known as the Jorts or Jean Shorts of Fantasy Football Podcasts. My name is Christian Brito. Joining me as always on our number one fantasy football podcast is Mr. Dale Demont. What's up, Dale?
0: Yeah, the Jorts of Fantasy
2: Football Podcast.
0: You know, Jorts aren't really a thing outside of the South, I found out. Um, You see a lot of it in Myrtle Beach, right around my area, and you see a lot of it in Florida, especially uh, in the trailer parks. Um, I I see a lot of them. So, yeah, the jorts, it's like uh, they're they're functional, though, because, you know, jeans are nice to wear,
2: but when it's too hot out, you resort to jorts. We are the jorts because we're comfortable, but uh, definitely not fashionable. Yeah, don't want to yeah. let people yeah. know that you're listening to us. Yeah, and some jorts even have like
0: the carpenter pant, the little thing that you can hang your uh, hammer on. Those are really uh, functional there. So yeah, I I used to have a pair of those made by Tommy Jeans. I bet. Yeah, I always wore them, and then I went to uh, when I went to college at UF, um, I got made fun of for wearing jorts, and people were like, oh, look, you're wearing jorts, and I was like, oh yeah, that's funny, and I was like, why is it funny? Like a lot of people wear shorts, but so I stopped wearing shorts. That from sounds there on. like
2: the most Dale story <laughs> ever. Yeah, man, I got fun of, made fun of for wearing shorts. I had no idea why. <laughs> exactly, I thought it was just like a thing. I was like, hey, okay, yeah, it's it's jeans
0: but shorter. It works for me, but no, all right. no dice. Anyways, we got a big, big, big show for you today. We're going over all the uh, targets trends. Uh, I want to name this episode Trends with a Z, Uh, just looking at different things with different teams, what you would expect from maybe some of the heavy ball carriers, some of the heavy target leaders of uh, the teams. I don't know if we're going to have time to go through every team today, Christian, but I definitely want to give you some of the uh, noteworthy, maybe some eye-popping stats for you today just to maybe have you rethink some of these players. Trends with a Z, targets with a Z, and touches with a Z? Yes, it, 100%. is That's what I'm naming the episode. Okay. By the way, guys, thank you all for following us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we are on Anchor as well. I see a lot of new followers on all those platforms, so we appreciate it. And uh, we appreciate all the interaction, all the tweets, mentions, all that good stuff. Even uh, direct messages and you know Facebook messages and all that. Uh, we appreciate it all. We appreciate the interaction. I, I think that's where we are setting ourselves apart from some of the bigger guys um our interaction so we appreciate all that and um stickers are on the way if you haven't heard Um, i'm i'm getting tons of requests and people are being patient so far but
2: they're coming i just want to say that um if you want to join our or just be one of our five minute members the easiest way to do so is follow us on twitter we're giving out prizes for people that reply to our tweets within the first five minutes of whenever we put them out there. Um, I'm going to do one right now. So middle of the day poll. Um, You know, middle of the day, uh, just going to put out there, what is your opinion on jorts? That's all. But whoever replies within the first five minutes, chance of winning a shirt. With with a hashtag five-minute member. Middle of the day, chance at winning a prize here. T shirt. What's your opinion? Dale, fill in the show while I'm yes. typing.
0: Well, you're talking. I'm waiting for you to stop talking. I don't want to talk over you. Uh, we are doing a Friday, the French Friday bonus show. Uh, so don't forget that. I think uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Is that where we're going for, Christian? 8 p.m. this uh, this Friday? Uh, uh, chant-
2: yeah, maybe even 7, seven or 8. Geez, is early. Okay, seven thirty. Less let's let's do seven thirty no, difference. Seven thirty. Okay, seven
0: thirty Eastern Standard Time, probably for about an hour or two. Uh we're gonna be streaming the show live, taking calls, uh talking about stupid tweets, talking about other stupid stuff, and talking a lot of fantasy. So uh we'll have the information up on our website with the call in number and all that stuff as well. We'll be tweeting it and Facebooking it. In addition to all that stuff. Christian, uh, let's get right into it, because uh, we have a lot of stuff to talk about, and I'm excited, and um, we are going to go over some of the targets and touches. How about this, Christian? I'm going to say a team name, and you tell me if it's relevant, if we should talk about some of these guys or not, Okay. and I'm going to kind of go down the list, and if it isn't, we'll just move on, and of course, we're always available via social media to answer your questions if we didn't get to somebody that you're really wanting to know. Should we talk anything about the Arizona Cardinals?
2: Um Chris Johnson, even though he got a bunch of touches, um, was actually outsnapped by Andre Ellington, interestingly enough. Um yep. and Andre Ellington led the Cardinals with fourteen targets for people that weren't yeah. paying attention.
0: Yeah, one waiver wire pickup I'm going to target. We didn't talk about it yesterday. I'm kinda of ashamed that I didn't at least mention it. Andre Ellington, if he's available. Given his target share, it's almost David Johnson esque. Not his production, but his target share is really nice. 14 targets, 9 receptions last week. So, uh, definitely somebody to keep an eye out on. Uh, how about the Atlanta Falcons here? One thing that was interesting with the Atlanta Falcons is Austin Hooper led the team uh, in targets. After Julio Jones went down, Austin Hooper ended up with 7 targets and 5 receptions. Is this something that we're going to see continue?
2: Um. Well... The Falcons have a bye this week, so uh, in my opinion, I think Julio Jones and Muhammad Sanu, who both got banged up in this game, uh, Julio seems like he's going to be back after that hip injury. Um, I don't think Hooper is going to necessarily continue with this target share. I think it was just um, something that happened because of the injuries. He'll have yeah. his games. He'll mix in some games this year. Still a second-year tight end. Give him a little bit more time. Might be a guy to keep on your radar uh, in Dynasty for next year, or you know, in a redraft league next year, but um, yeah, not not this year for Hooper. Austin Hooper is a pass catcher. I Absolutely.
0: mean, beyond, I mean, he's a big guy, and you know, he's playing tight end, and he's a good blocker too. But he is a real good pass catcher. So definitely somebody like Christian mentioned, uh, look out for him in in the future. Next couple games, probably not. So uh, this buy definitely does help him. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. I really want to talk about Alex Collins for a second. He got nine touches total, uh, and um, I I think I'm going to start Alex Collins. I have a league where I'm playing when I have CJ Anderson and Devonta Freeman in the same team, and they both have buys next week. I'm kind of forced to start Alex Collins, and
2: I might be okay if he gets ten touches. Um, I'm really distracted by a tweet. The five minute member tweet. Can I just read it out loud, and then I'll, I'll talk about Alex Collins? Yes. Um, Alex Wagner wrote um, when, <laughs> in reply to his our comment about jorts when it's sunny outside I like to show my legs I just hate it when somebody yells I can see your balls it's a love-hate thing <laughs> so alright so Alex Collins listen I said this before the season started and I'll repeat it again the Baltimore backfield is going to be frustrating no matter what they will figure out a way Denny Woodhead went down. Terrence West struggled. Okay, so they started Javorius Allen. Javorius Allen's playing. Okay, they'll bring in Alex Collins. They're going to figure out a way to give two and three guys work every single week, no matter what. It's going to be a situation where no guy is ever going to get f- more than 50% of the work, and you're going to be frustrated week to week. Maybe Collins emerges and he becomes the starter permanently. He's going to have a few good weeks, and then I'm going to revert back to someone else again. Maybe a match of play, not a guy that I really want. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, he played 17 snaps compared to Buck Allen's 40
2: snaps last week. Right. And I still it, actually would rather have Javorius Allen.
0: Uh, okay. I mean, granted, I mean, because he's getting the work, I could see right. that. I, I like Alex Collins. Well, Just watching the game, I I enjoyed watching Alex Collins run the ball. Uh, I know he fumbled it the one time, but um I think he has some talent there and, and he could do he could do well given the opportunity.
2: Alan Womp will, will continue to be the pass catcher and be the most valuable in PPR. Okay. How about that? Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Right. Uh talk about Buffalo Bills. There's really nothing to talk about. We know LaShawn McCoy's Bell Cow there. And there's really gonna be nobody uh to deal with the backfield touches, but the target share Uh, Charles Clay came aboard and got 35% of the target share with seven targets and 112 yards. I like Charles Clay as a tight end for the rest of the season. I think a top six to top eight tight end play most games, especially the way Tyrod Taylor plays very safe, uh, that that tight end is very reliable.
2: Outside of Gronk and Kelsey, it's tough to find a tight end to trust this year. Um, It's really just a bunch of guys, and you're talking about a guy here that's available widely in Charles Clay, and his target numbers are consistent enough, like you mentioned, that you could probably get away with starting him most weeks and be fine at the position. It's not going to blow you away most weeks, but you'll be fine at the position, and that's something that's not widely um, available most of the time, but it is right now in Charles Clay.
0: All right, uh, well, let's move on to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, the backfield leader was Jonathan Stewart. Not a, not a huge surprise. He had 14 carries. He didn't have any receptions. He did not get touchdowns, unfortunately. Uh, that came from Cam Newton and Fozzie Whitaker, <laughs> uh, out of all people. But um, I think he's still the early downs back there. And uh, Christian McCaffrey, even though he was on field for more of a percentage, uh he was on field more than Jonathan Stewart. I still feel like Jonathan Stewart is the early downs back. Christian McCaffrey has his own set of skills, of course, catching the ball out of the backfield, which the the Patriots pretty much took away from him. But um, wh- where do you see this backfield playing out for the rest of the season?
2: Christian McCaffrey's got a very particular set of skills, skills that make him a nightmare for opposing defenses. Hmm. I like that. No? Okay. I see,
0: yeah, no, it's good. All right.
2: Maybe I should have done it in a voice. Yeah, you should have talked like this. Can you do it with that voice, please? No. <laughs> i not doing Damn that. Damn it. I was, ho- that was hopeful. <laughs> um, did you cut the audio about uh, what I asked for yesterday?
1: No, Just I curious. did not.
2: splattering? No, you got to cut that yourself. Okay, I will. Um, don't worry. I'll include that. I'm going to post it on Twitter today if you missed it. I'm going to post it on Anchor. sure, <laughs> 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 it perseveres for all eternity. Um, Anyways, McCaffrey was on the field, like you mentioned, 77% of the snaps. It was mostly because he was on the field a lot for pass protection. Um, He did catch four passes. Um, You know, 10 touches. I I think it's optimistic. I'm optimistic about McCaffrey's usage going forward, but as long as Jonathan Stewart's there, maybe he's still going to continue to split the workload fairly evenly with him. And Stewart looks pretty good, like you mentioned.
0: Yep. All right. Uh, the worst to mention we uh, we talked about Devin Funches a little bit last episode, but he did get a pretty big target share. He had nine targets last game. I think he's going to be in, end up being the wide receiver one, despite Kelvin Benjamin being there. Devin Funches is just too big and too athletic to ignore, and it it showed last week. So I think this will continue. The two touchdowns, probably not, but he got thirty one percent of the target share last week. I expect it to continue. Let's go right into the Chicago Bear, Bears backfield. Chicago Bears. <laughs> Jordan Howard was surprisingly led the team in touches. Although, you know, you thought the game script would have been perfect for uh, Tariq Cohen, but he only played 15 snaps against the Packers, which, yep. um, you know, you would think, hey, they're going to be down, they're going to need to pass a lot, but that wasn't the case, and uh, and it was still Jordan Howard. Is this a kind of resurgence of... Uh, the Bears being okay with Jordan Howard?
2: I think so. Jordan Howard's been productive the last two games. And um, maybe there was something to that injury that hobbled him in week two. And um, maybe we uh, we might have been alarmed with Jordan Howard a little too early. I kind yeah. of, uh, he's kind of sliding, um, no, not sliding, climbing up my rest of season rankings, slowly but surely. Yeah, you can't slide up. You want to bet? (laughs)
0: Uh, One guy I do want to mention, you want to take a wild guess who the leader
2: in targets were for the Chicago Bears last Thursday? Oh, man. Uh, Just because you want to mention him, I'm assuming it was Thompson? Yep, Deontay Thompson. He had nine
0: targets last week. Didn't produce a ton. I mean, had 44 yards, but that's typical of the Bears. Still not leaning on the Bears passing game for anything, but I do want to mention I've been talking about Deontay Thompson for weeks, and I'm happy that he was the leader in targets Let's move on to the Bengals. As we expected, Joe Mink, what? Not worthy of adding, you don't think, right? No. Nah, no, no not yet. I All don't right. think so. Well, I don't know. Uh, now that uh, Mike... Uh, Mitch. Yeah, Mitch Trubisky, Mitchell Trubisky, is going to be starting uh, this upcoming game. Things could take a turn. Who knows? We could see uh, Trubisky do awesome, although... Being a rookie, he's probably going to be in, thrown in there a little too early and fail like most rookie quarterbacks do. Joe Mixon. So optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Mixon was leader in touches as we expected. We were hoping for more of a breakout game from him. Didn't really go that way. Uh, Mixon's still the guy to own now for the Bengals. Right. right. I mean, it's 100%. We weren't sure going into the season in the first week or two, but now it's yeah, it's Mixon's job and he had 17 carries and four receptions last
2: week. Disappointing. Yeah. 21 it, touches for 48 yards. Yep. Yeah. yeah. they're going to keep giving the it to Browns.
0: Him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, any concern that Giovanni Bernard scored uh, two touchdowns in two games?
2: Um it was receiving touchdowns, so not really, but again, this backfield's a mess like are you really that high on Joe Mixon? This offense is not good. Uh, Agreed. This is coming after. I'm just saying
0: the volume I mean you gotta, great, but. you gotta own him based off vol- volume. Right. He's not great, but these are this is one of the guys that's worth worth rostering. Yep. Uh the target
2: share, of course, we don't have to talk mm-hmm. about it, AJ Green. Yeah. We don't have to talk about AJ Green. Seven okay. seven targets for both Green. Tyler Croft maybe, which we mentioned yesterday with his seven targets. Six receptions, two touchdowns. Um, in the absence of Tyler Eifert, Tyler Croft is the tight end to own there. And um, AG, uh, sorry, Andy Dalton does like to throw to his tight end, so a guy to consider. All right.
0: Let's move on. Uh, we talked really quick about the Cleveland Browns because they're really not worth it. But Duke Johnson was leader in touches. He had 13, 13. touches and only four carries, though. Nine receptions, which is awesome (laughs) right he led the the team in targets with 10 you got nine receptions
2: from that for almost 40 yards Uh, i'm sorry almost 50 yards yeah he's the guy whenever i do my rankings always has the biggest discrepancy between standard and ppr ranking yeah uh, yeah. because he's gonna catch passes that's he is basically a slot receiver that gets five six carries a game yep exactly
0: All right, uh, moving on to the Cowboys. We don't need to talk about the backfield at all here. We know it's Zeke. The target leader was Dez Bryant. Almost 40% of the target share there. Uh, he had a pretty nice game, 13 targets. I expect the target number to be
2: around 10 game to game. 13 targets was a little high, but I'm, I'm okay with that. Yep. Um, all right. Dez's targets have been very nice over the past couple of weeks. Yes. Yep. Like I said, 10 targets is pretty standard for him. I expect him to keep doing that. Yep. All right. He's on pace. Uh, mo- he's on pace for ten targets a game. One hundred and sixty targets pace for the season right now. All right. Uh,
0: let's see. C.J. Anderson for the Denver Broncos is the obvious lead back in this offense. No worry at all about Jamal Charles. He only had six touches in the game, so it's he's really not threatening C.J. Anderson at all. Uh, I love C.J. Anderson as a top 12 running back for the rest of the year. Agreed. Okay. Uh, the, the surprising thing about the Broncos, Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders didn't do shit, but A.J. Derby did. He got almost a quarter of the targets for the team, six, and he got a 75 yards and a touchdown for the game. Uh, are we rostering A.J. Derby, or is this just a uh, crazy game
2: that we're going to be keep betting on Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders? No thanks. I mean, he's maybe he moves up from tight end thirty something to tight end twenty something, but that's about as far as I'm moving AJ Darby. Derby. Uh-huh. It's it should be the Demarius and Emmanuel Sanders show um, moving forward. That show uh, was very low in the ratings on uh, <laughs> on. On uh, Sunday night, yeah, 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 it was it did horrible. It tanked even more than too many cooks. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go
0: through a couple here, Christian. You can stop me when you're ready, but uh, I'll just kind of breeze through here. Amir Abdullah for the Lions led the touches there; that he had 20 carries, which was awesome. Uh, and the target leader, of course, was Golden Tate. No need to worry about either one of those. Uh, Amir Abdullah continues to be a flex option on good matchups. Mm. Green Bay Packers.
2: I think you're basing of- that
0: off of one good game, but okay. Um, he had a couple of good games. He's had a couple of good games now. I mean, he's only played four games, and he's had eighty over 80 yards twice now. Okay. All right. Uh, because of Tom Montgomery's injury, Aaron Jones had the most touches of the backfield, 13 carries. Jamal Williams was also banged up. We already talked about that. Uh, it's going to be Tom Montgomery moving forward as long as he's healthy. If not, it's going to be between Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones whoever's healthiest and ready to go.
2: Mike Jones.
0: Jordy Nelson and Martellus Bennett both had seven targets. I like Bennett as a tight end, big time. He's getting the targets week to week, which I really like, just not the production. So, um, Jordy Nelson c- continues to be one of my favorite receivers. Still, I think I ranked him three preseason, and I, I have high hopes that he's going to end at least as a top three wide receiver for the season. Great. Houston, Houston Texans. Uh, let's see, not much to talk about. We all knew Lamar Miller did pretty well. He had two receiving touchdowns. He had uh, 19 carries and four receptions. Did the most out of his four receptions, for sure. And, of course, receiving, none other than DeAndre Hopkins, 12 targets, 10 receptions. So uh, those are the two guys to own in addition to
2: probably Benjamin uh,
0: Benjamin Watson, Deshaun Watson, correct?
2: DeAndre Hopkins, um, I just want to go back and rewind. He's probably going to finish the season as the target leader amongst wide receivers by end of season, right? Yeah. He's just on a pace to, I mean, 16, 13, 8, 12. That's over 190 targets pace, and I I don't see any reason for it to stop. No, I I mean, it sounds
0: ridiculous. I mean, that is a ton of targets, but, yeah, when's it going to (laughs) stop? Like, why? I mean, Will Fuller, as good, you know, he caught the two touchdown passes. He's not going to steal targets from DeAndre Hopkins. Nope. All right. Uh Indianapolis Colts, very boring. Very very oh boring. It's 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 so boring that Jack Doyle led the team in targets. That's how boring it is. Yep. Uh Frank Gore had 12 carries. Who cares? Jack Doyle on? and
2: Frank Gore out there playing chess <laughs> while we're trying to fucking watch football. Uh
0: the Jags, Jacksonville Jaguars, no surprise Leonard Fournette led the team in carries, 28 touches. They're just abusing him every week. Yeah, yeah, they are. And he's taking he's making the most out of it. I mean, he's doing well. Um, the target leader, however, was Alan Hearns with ten targets on only four receptions. Man, right. that's like that's
2: as bad as Ted Ginn. That's very <laughs> um inefficient. Yes. Is the word for it. Uh, you know, and if he doesn't score, like he did in week two and three, there's not really much value to go with Allen Hearns. Right. Uh the Chargers, we don't need to talk about Melvin Gordon. We know he's
0: a beast. Keenan Allen led and we knew he would be a target monster to begin with. He had 11
2: targets. Well, well done. 138 yards. Right. Only five catches, but I mean all, surprisingly a couple of uh long catches there. Even though they were short targets like that 50, 50 yard catch that he had um started out as a, you know, a short uh crossing route that he just kind of, you know, took for a bunch of yards. So, he looks looks spry for a guy coming off a knee injury. Um, Keenan Allen looks good, but I think he's going to be that guy that doesn't really score a lot, and it's just going to be kind of a PPR guy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, The PPR, I mean, yeah, you're, you're 100% right. Los Angeles
0: Rams, Cod, Todd Gurley is the Todd man. Todd <laughs> He's the man uh, for now. Turd Gurley. He's the man. He's a man for now. He has a pretty tough schedule coming up, uh, so we're going to see how he fares in the next few weeks but as he's performed
2: like a rb1 right him and him and kareem hunt are the fantasy studs for the first quarter of the season 100 percent, you're right so i love turd Gurley. uh looks good also i, I mean <laughs> probably i know i said that you know after the dallas game i didn't think he was going to be a top 10 back because the schedule is is um pretty tough coming up but yeah. Uh, I think I think I might have to rescind that statement even with the even with a tough schedule. Seattle's not looking as tough as it as it did before. Um Jacksonville doesn't really scare me anymore after after their game uh against the Jets. Um yeah. it's after the bye where you get a little worried with the Giants, Houston, Minnesota. Um yeah. but he's he's been a <laughs> He's had some good matchups, but he's taken advantage to the fullest of those matchups. Yep. And not not to mention he's also led the team in target share.
0: He had 8 targets with 7 receptions. Right. Almost 100 yards receiving, 94 t- and uh with 94 yards. So. Yep. Awesome. Uh the Dolphins Jay Ajayi, eh. I mean, he led the team with uh 12 carries, but
2: whatever. It that offense very, is very very disappointing. The brutal. offense has issues. They need to get they need to change Jay Cutler. <laughs> I'm not Change I'm it. not joking. He holds like, on to the ball forever. That offensive line isn't that great to begin with. He's holding the ball, and there's they're daring Jay Cutler to throw their eight man in the box the entire fucking game. Yep. Yep. Uh target
0: leader for the Dolphins, Devonte Parker. He continues to kind of quietly show that he's a number one wide receiver on that team. He's not getting a ton of attention, but Almost thirty percent of the targets on that team, eight targets last game with almost seventy yards. So Devontae Parker's somebody you could quietly pick up and right. he might keep producing and maybe grab a touchdown
2: uh week to week. So there is one thing I do want to say for Jarvis Landry owners though. Um he might be the most frustrating player. Here's Jarvis Landry's current um pace. He's on pace for a hundred and thirty three catches for 885 yards (laughs) i've never seen that man
0: yeah that's crazy
2: that is ridiculous i've never seen such a low yards per carry even through four games like it's not like it's that small of a sample size where that's just nuts to me all right,
0: let's jump right into the Minnesota Vikings. No surprise that Dalvin Cook was the touch leader there, and he would have been for the rest of the season if it wasn't for his ACL tear. Now it's looking like maybe Jerick McKinnon slash Latavius Murray when or if he's healthy. Um, so we don't really know what to do there yet. It's more of a wait and see until Murray gets back to normal. I guess it's Jeremy uh,
2: Cherick McKinnon. Uh, Jack McKinnon for a week or two, but I really, I I think even though he's not the best running back Latavius Murray for the rest of season is a guy that really shoots up for me. Um, I I think I agree the rest of season, very productive Latavius Murray, this offense.
0: I'm not sure how productive he is going to be inside the 20s. I do really believe that he's going to be the red zone and goal line guy and vulture every single touchdown on the goal line. So maybe that's enough with this offense that has improved over the last year and offensive line has gotten a little bit better too. Uh, As far as the target leaders and and the target share, it's a little surprising. Last game, Adam Thielen had over 25% of the targets. He had eight of them for 59 yards. Uh is this going to continue to being like a one A, one B type scenario with
2: him and Stephon Diggs? Yeah, they're two great receivers and Diggs is gonna have a good week. Thielen's gonna have a good week. I know um, you know, the eight targets is not a monster number, but um I, I like Thielen and Diggs rest of season to both be top twenty four ish wide receivers. Yeah.
0: And uh, you know, Stefan Diggs did only get one less target than Adam Thielen and Case Keenum seemed to throw longer passes to Diggs. Diggs led the team in uh, air yards um, from Case Keenum, so that's something to mention. Big play guy there. New England Patriots, the touch leader there was Mike Gillsley, as weird or as, I don't know if you call it weird, because it doesn't seem like one running back gets the targets, but uh Mike Gillisley had 10, uh, I'm sorry, 12, ca- uh, carries, man, I'm off my game. Gillisley had 12 carries. James white got 26% of the target share passing. So there's two running backs kind of sharing the ball, one on the ground, one in the air. Mike Gillisley is, I think a matchup play. He's going to get the carries on the goal line. Will he score? Will he not? Will be the, the main contributing factor to his success in fantasy football.
2: Right. Uh, the, and for the rest of that offense, or particularly for James White, so Gillisley, I think, you're just hoping for the touchdown, like you just mentioned. For the rest of that offense, James White, the other uh, receiving weapons, they're going to continue to be productive because not only is this offense good, but that defense is horrendous. And so yep. high-scoring games, pretty much rest of the season is what I'm seeing. And um, you kind of like that. I know it's, it's hit and miss as to who's going to be productive, but... Uh, you know, you can pretty much lock in those running backs to be good options so far as, you know, Gillisley gets the touchdowns and uh, White actually gets the receptions. Gillisley getting this kind of work, I would not trust him on any other team except the
0: Patriots. (laughs) I mean, you know, 12 carries for a guy that doesn't catch the ball at all and uh, only, really, his only value comes inside the 10-yard line, so... Not very many teams that you could say that, but you, you'd you start Mike Hillisley in a, in a good matchup, so keep an eye on him. Definitely worth pulling in and out of your lineup. Right. New Orleans Saints. Pulling in and uh, out. <laughs> this is a weird one, again, with the running backs there, Mark Ingram, uh, Alvin Kamara, and Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson just played six snaps last game, so he's not really a big factor, and they might continue that way. But Mark Ingram led the New Orleans Saints with 14 carries, 18 total touches, because he had four receptions. Uh, Alvin Kamara, though, he had uh, only five rushing attempts, which is fine, uh, but he also caught 10 passes on 10 targets. I think we talked about that a little
2: earlier. Yep. And that's so, that's uh, the him being involved in the receiving game, not to the 10-pass catches extent every week, um, but him being involved every week is something that uh, i continue to see moving forward
0: yeah and no no surprise michael thomas is a target leader in new Orleans. he had 11 targets last game 75 yards and two touchdowns over a quarter of the targets from drew Brees went to him so uh and willie sneed did not play yep he'll be back and
2: that'll cut into that a little bit more but a little bit we'll see
0: I'd, I'm feeling that Michael Thomas will continue getting 25-plus percent of the targets from Drew Brees and everybody else is kind of maybe go down a couple of receptions here and there. But I don't think Michael Thomas is going to see that big of a ding from
2: Willie Sneed. Agreed. Do we have to talk about the New York Giants? Uh, even though Wayne Goleman got uh, the most touches in the backfield, I do not trust him whatsoever. I don't
0: trust any New York Giant running back at all. I don't care who gets more carries, who gets more yards. There's nobody I want to own and I would not feel comfortable starting anybody against any team including even if they played somebody like I don't know, Cleveland or something. <laughs> it's just it's not there he's not going any any player in that offense is not going to be very
2: reliable. Agreed.
0: Uh the target leader, no question about it. Odell Beckham with fifteen targets last
2: uh last week. Thirty percent of Eli's targets went to Odell Beckham Jr. Even though he was dinged up, but uh he's a banged up Odell Beckham is still by far the best option. On that
0: team, hundred percent. Yes. Uh I will <laughs>
2: specify on that team. Huh? Because
0: I don't know if he's a most option teams. NFL. <laughs> Uh, I do I guess I I'll say I am throwing my Brandon Marshall um, prediction out
2: the window I'm, I'm taking so a, mad at you I'm taking an L on that for arguing so passionately for Brandon Marshall in the preseason because I had him so low and even though my end of season was still lower than um, than most um, I moved him up a little bit because of you
0: Look, I did not expect this offense to be this bad. Huh. Oh well, I'll I'll gladly take it. No uh, no excuses here. I'll I'll tell you when I'm wrong, and I was definitely wrong about Brandon Marshall. So we'll move on. Evan Ingram is better than Brandon Marshall at this point. Uh, probably. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, going from the New York Giants, going to the New York Jets. Backfield leader was Bilal Powell. He will continue for the rest of the season. I think you would agree on that. He did have 21 carries with four receptions, led the team. Let's not forget about Elijah McGuire had a couple of nice runs, one really, really nice run. And then when Forte gets back, he's going to cut into that. It's going to be a messy backfield. Powell, I think, is
2: still the only running back to own on the Jets. I agree. Okay. I I I don't uh, care much for Maguire, Um unless Forte continues to be out, and it's an a extremely good matchup.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, Jermaine Curse was the leader with seven targets. He had four receptions on that with only seventeen yards. <laughs> yeah. Even if even though he was a target leader, a guy like Robbie Anderson is definitely more of a big play guy, right? And. And the probably the wide receiver that you want to own on the Jets is Robbie Anderson, not Jermaine Curse. Maybe maybe in a PPR league, mm, I don't know. Maybe
2: there's I, bye I, I weeks still... coming up, and their schedule is very nice for the coming weeks. So I think you might be able to get away with flexing one of these two guys, either Curse or Anderson, depending on what you're looking for. Curse um, or Anderson are two guys that I might actually roll out in in a league or two considering i have a bunch of wide receivers that are going to be on by for example michael thomas emmanuel sanders uh demarius thomas those guys are on by and um might need to fill in wide receiver position so might go for robbie anderson or jermaine curse because their um, their schedule is pretty bonkers these coming yeah. weeks yeah
0: um yeah. they're but, gonna be yeah. down they're gonna throw i mean it's not good for the quarterback because he might throw a couple of interceptions but it is good for the wide
2: receivers when they actually catch the ball. There's gonna be a lot of targets to go around. So this coming week they play Cleveland. Okay. The week after that yeah. they play New England. And then they play Miami. Yep. So some really nice matchups coming up in terms of uh fantasy points allowed to wide receivers. Um and you know, I, I think you can get away with starting Robbie Anderson perhaps. Yeah, I mean, same thing goes
0: for. Yeah. Okay. We'll move on. I was going to say for the running backs, but we'll see how that goes. Right. All right. Oakland Raiders. Marshawn Lynch is still the. Bad. He's bad. <laughs> He's still the uh, the leader with carries, though. Yep. Nine carries, no receptions. Uh, against the Denver Broncos, though. Let's give him a little bit of a break. But Jalen Richard, a.k.a. <laughs> Stefan Urkel. Yes. <laughs> DeAndre game. Washington
2: is still there. <laughs> this is um, uh this is Marshawn Lynch's rushing yards per game over the first four weeks. Week one, seventy six yards. Okay, not bad. Nice, not bad. nice. Right? some promise. week right. Week two, forty five yards. But he got a touchdown. So you were like, Okay, okay, I could live I with think, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so significant decrease in yards though. Week three, six attempts for eighteen yards. Oosh. Week four, nine attempts for 12 yards. Eesh. That's not good, man. No, no, that's not good. So that's all I got to say.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's all you got to say. Okay. Uh, target leader in Oakland was Jared Cook, uh, one of the stars of Too Many Cooks, nine, eight central on Fox. Yeah, got to get those
2: Too Many Cooks reading up. <laughs> With the loss of Dalvin Cook. That show might just tank because now, now we just got now we just got Brandon Cooks who wasn't good this weekend <laughs> and, Jared, and Cook. Jared Cook. Dalvin Cook's just sitting on the sidelines now. Yeah, <laughs> Dalvin Cook's on hiatus. They wrote him off the show.
0: Um. So yeah, and then you know I don't know I'm not trusting Jared Cook too much. He did get eight targets, only caught three of those balls though for 46 yards, and with um of course Derek Carr going down. Man, I don't know
2: what's going to happen to this offense. That offense uh, should have been great. Now, I'm very weary of any of those pieces. Yeah. I, even Amari Cooper. I mean, I think he's going to be my
0: one of my bigger busts on a lot of fantasy teams that I drafted. Amari Cooper just struggled,
2: and he's not going to get any better without Derek Carr. But, hey, you never know. Uh, Stefan Arkell, Jalen Richard. I think is a guy. Just keep an eye on. Maybe stash him if you have a, a deeper bench because he he might be worthy of that. Um, so just you know, keep an eye on it. That's all I'm saying. That's all you need to know. Yeah. If you don't know who Stefan Urkel
0: is, uh, go on YouTube. I think just type in like Urkel transformation or something like that. And uh, I think he takes a potion or what was it? I think it was it a. No, it wasn't a machine. I think it was a potion that he ate, that he drank. And he ended up being all suave and all with Laura. And Laura started getting uh, hot and bothered over him. And then he turned back to Urkel and she hated him again. Philadelphia Eagles here. I don't remember okay. how that
2: show ended. Did they end up together? I would. It would be hard to believe that. I wouldn't
0: think so. I would like to know though. I'd like to see the last episode of
2: that. I'm just gonna quickly Google this.
0: Um Philadelphia Eagles backfield touch leader there was Legarrett Blunt. He had sixteen carries of one reception. Legarrett Blunt, I believe, is the running back to own, although Wendell Smallwood is a close second. Uh don't forget the rookie Corey Clement had ten carries for thirty yards too. So all these guys are going to be somewhat Sprinkled in, Wendell Smallwood definitely more the pass catcher back, LeGarrette Blunt is going to vulture the touchdowns on the goal line, and uh, we'll see how that all works out. I don't mind own, owning either one of those guys, though. So there is a
2: Family Matters wiki page okay, just devoted to the Steve-Laura relationship. It's literally called Steve-Laura relationship. Uh-huh. So, um, just give me a little bit. I got to read up because it's going through season 10 right now. Apparently there was 10 (laughs) seasons. So just go with the show for a second. All right. Hold on. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, this is what happens to our show folks. Um, Zach Ertz
0: had more than 25% of the target share. He had eight targets, five receptions for 81 yards. I'm trying to buy Alshon Jeffrey as much as I can.
2: Um, Yeah, apparently they have kids and everything. What? They have a daughter named Stephanie Laureen Urkel. Are you serious?
0: No, that could, that might, that, that's like fan fiction stuff. There is no way they got together at the end.
2: I'm trying to do, I'm trying to speed read this. Okay. Um, So I'll confirm. This is kind of a long article, man. All right, well, let's not read it
0: in the middle of talking about targets, touches, and Trends.
2: Okay, sounds good. Okay, all
0: right. Steelers. We don't really need to talk too much about Lev Bell. He had thirty-five carries. Jeez, Louise! I didn't realize that. Who? Le'Veon Bell. Oh yeah, monster. Thirty-five carries. Yep, two Jeez. touchdowns. Thirty fantasy points. And James Conner even had a couple of nice runs there. Hundred forty-four um,
2: rushing yards. He was a beast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Antonio Brown. Amidst his somehow, I demo, had him like, in lot in daily and still lost a lot. Yeah, but not uh, in draft though. Owned y'all bitches in draft. <laughs> Antonio Brown,
0: uh, target share thirty percent for him. Nine targets, only four receptions for thirty-four yards. A little disappointing. Uh, it's worth mentioning that Martavis Bryant is getting a ton of end zone looks. If that does does that do, does that hold anything any. Uh, any weight to you, the, the red
2: zone looks that he's getting? That's traditionally been his thing, actually, is the the uh the touchdowns and people are always saying that his touchdown numbers are unsustainable, but it seems like Ben Roethlisberger Still likes him there. For him. The, yeah. the one thing that going back and looking at the tape for this game, Big Ben doesn't look like himself. And I know this is a divisional game. I know they're playing the Ravens. Um I think there's a reason why they ran Lev Bell so much with his 39 touches. Um, Big Ben doesn't look right. I don't know if it's just he's not in it or it's just another year older. or. Well, you know, at the end of every season, I think you should expect some report to
0: come out saying Ben Roethlisberger played with a broken rib or he played with a broken wrist or something, Um, and we won't hear about that for a few weeks. And we're like, oh, that's why. (laughs) So, whatever. Um, We can just... We we know Juju Smith-Schuster. I just want to say his name. But uh, he's he's been on the field a lot, more than 70% of the time uh, in week four. So what, what, what does that mean for fantasy? I'm not really sure how much that holds, but if you have an extra roster spot and you need some high upside wide receiver play, he could get the yardage that Martavius Bryant isn't necessarily getting. Okay. give him give him a chance, I think. So I think he's the,
2: the new wide receiver three there?
0: I think so. Right. I think so. Right, the 49ers, we don't need to talk about Carlos Hyde. We know he's a man, right? Uh actually been has has been playing fairly well. Uh Matt Breida did see ten targets, but rushed for just sixteen yards on his nine attempts. So okay. that's that. The target leader and San Francisco was Aldrick Robinson with 25% of the targets. He had 12, but he only had three receptions out of those 12 targets. Okay. that's after after Marquise, or Marquise Goodwin yes. left early with a concussion. All right, moving to Seattle. Man, we could talk the whole the rest of the show about the Seattle backfield. Of course, Chris Carson is gone. We I, We already kind of talked about this already, right? We don't need to go over it all over again. Yeah, we don't.
2: Let's move Lacey, on. Lacy Rawls, blah blah blah. Uh, Tune Kisic. into yesterday's episode if you want to hear this. Blah blah blah. Fast yeah. forward.
0: <laughs> uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How about that?
2: Okay. Uh, How we about don't need that? To wor-
0: we don't need to worry about the backfield leader because it was Jaquiz Rogers who did pretty well, uh, but it's going to be Doug Martin the rest of the way. I have full confidence. Don't have any solid data to back that up, but he's going to be. He's going to get a ton of work and i'm really excited about doug martin
2: i do want to talk about this week though because this is a strange week they're playing thursday night they just activated doug martin monday right so do you think doug martin is going to get the workload this week because i would be hesitant and i own doug martin in several leagues i own him in our league of record i'm not sure whether i'm rolling out jock was rogers or doug martin just yet I am rolling
0: out Doug Martin. I have faith. I don't know if he's going to get twenty plus touches, um, but he's he's going to be the man, and he's gonna he's gonna produce. He hasn't had two or three weeks three weeks of football, you know, hitting him. He's good to go. I'm excited. It is a Thursday night game, which is eh, but it's against the Patriots, so you have to. I'm starting him if I have him.
2: It's hard to start Jarquez Rogers over him right now. I think. What are you gonna do? Um, I'm waiting till Thursday night to find out. I might actually just slot in Duke Johnson, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, it's yeah, a great I mean, matchup actually. So I'm lying there. I gotta fucking play one of those two, and I'll probably yeah, end up playing Doug Martin. Just yeah. hoping that he gets the goal line and scores. That's just such a good matchup. I gotta do it and yeah. Thursday night. Teams tend to run the ball more on Thursday, so.
0: Man, if not. Okay, look, this is a perfect scenario. Doug Martin goes out, gets 10 carries for say 45 yards, right?
2: Mhm. How quick would you try to trade for him? To for Doug Martin if he doesn't do yes. well? I think this is I'm I'm this, betting the farm. Doug Martin is not probably is probably not going to do that great this week because his work is probably going to be limited because he's been activated on the team for He's right. only going to do a walk-through practice this week. He's not doing anything else. Right. And so he may not even start. He may right. not have a good week. So and wait for your league mates – I'm sorry to cut you off. Wait for your league mates to overreact
0: and watch Jaquiz Rogers get maybe 15 touches for, say, 80 yards and a touchdown or something crazy, right? Right. And and, uh, and then
2: buy Doug Martin as low as you can this week. This is a – after this week – if anything happens, it might be your opportunity to buy him. I personally think after this week, Doug Martin will be a top 12 running back. Would you trade Jordan Howard for Doug Martin right now? No, because I've risen back up on, Doug, on Jordan Howard. Yeah, I have Jordan Howard,
0: and I really want Doug Martin in a league. And I almost hit the submit button. I was like, oh,
2: God, we just don't know enough.
0: Like, I, I chickened out.
2: For me, but it would go like Jordan Howard... Um, CJ Anderson, Doug Martin, like sure. right around that ten to twelve yeah. range. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't argue with that. Uh, no,
0: no surprise.
2: Mike Evans is a target monster there. You he want eleven targets? Me, you want me to show you how much I like Doug Martin, though? I'd rather uh, have what? Doug Martin rest of season than Jhi. Oh, I thought you were going to show me. I thought you were going to do the Dougie. I don't know how to do the Dougie, Dale. Thank you. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Just call me out. <laughs> Fucking dick uh, I'll teach you how to do the Dougie Teach me how to Dougie I'll just go to um,
0: YouTube Yeah And you still I Yeah Okay um, Tennessee Titans This is Ooh. another weird one kind of We get a lot of questions
2: about DeMarco Murray and Derrick Henry What do you want me to do? Nine touches for DeMarco Murray is Is not good But that's Yeah only seven Only seven rushes Yeah but uh game,
0: game game script they were down by a lot early, so you know, with a banged up
2: quarterback. Yeah, all I was gonna say it's not like Henry outworked him. Right. Henry got six carries. Yeah. Which he got seven yards seven, on.
0: <laughs> seven yards, exactly. All right. Uh so yeah, keep a hold of Murray, DeMarco Murray, and it's it's basically what we thought it would be. Hopefully DeMarco Murray does a little bit better, but as far as the it splits, it's still Murray's role. And they're
2: at home versus the Dolphins. Yeah, I agree. At home versus... The Dolphins' schedule has been absurd to start the season. I just want to say that. Yeah. Not to mention they had to deal with a hurricane on top of all that. They don't have a bye week. And won't have a home game until, I'm not mistaken, the end of this month. So, they started basically... um, (laughs) at the Chargers, then all the way across the country going to the East Coast at the Jets, then all the way to London versus the Saints, then the Titans, then at the Falcons. Yeah, that's tough.
0: That's a little tough.
2: Now, I'm not sure if Titans is a home or a road game, but I just want to say that is a crazy schedule no matter what. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll look up later if the Titans the home or road game. I just know that that's the game that for this week for the Titans. Yeah. Uh the target leader for this game was Rashard Matthews with eight targets.
0: The target leader on this team is going to get 8 to 10 targets. It's who's going to get them and who's you know who's uh who's week it is to get eight targets and who's week it is to get seven or six. So right. this week it was Rashard Matthews. I'm a firm believer still in Delaney Walker and are you trusting any other wide receiver on I think
2: I'm trusting Rashard Matthews rest of season.
0: Yeah. He has a good report for the Marks. I think
2: he's a wide receiver three rest of season, and his schedule's okay, and I think he's a wide receiver three, and he showed me enough. This is his target numbers. I know you're saying it depends on week to week, but this is his target numbers. Um, Through four weeks, he has 32 targets. He's averaging eight targets a game. That's pretty good. Nine targets in week one, five targets in week two, ten in week three, eight in week four. Yeah. Those are good numbers, Dale. Yeah, very good numbers. Can't hate on those numbers, Dale. No, but the other wide receivers are getting very similar is is what I'm getting at. Yeah, but fantasy points. um, mm-hmm. Seven, whatever. Four, whatever. Fourteen, whatever. It's pretty good, but it, you if he doesn't score is the issue with Sean Matthews. But the yards mm-hmm. have been there. Mm-hmm. I think he's good yeah. enough. Yeah. I think he's the guy you could trust the most. Don't give up on Delaney Walker yet either, folks. Okay. All right. All
0: right. Christian, that was a wonderful episode, man. Is that it? I, yeah. I felt like I felt like you were very pleasant today. Okay. Uh, you limited your awkwardness, and you talked to me, which is nice. Last episode, you left me out hanging dry a couple times. That's weird. So, I pre- I, yeah, I appreciate you... Uh, being tentative, if that's the right word, I don't know. I'm bad with words. I'm really bad with words. I wish I paid attention more in class, in school. I think you're just bad at life. Yeah, that definitely. I've just always been a bad vocabulary guy. I should have like studied words more. I don't know any big words.
1: I'm um, very, very
0: limited over
1: here.
2: Do you know any words that have more than... Twelve letters, off mm. the top of your head. That's not super califragilistic. Experience. Xylophone. More than twelve letters? I don't believe that has more than twelve letters. Xylophone definitely does. Xylo. No, it does not. Oh man, I failed.
0: That's not even close. Nine <laughs> letters. Oh man, I don't know.
2: Mississippi. Um. One two three four five six seven eight ten eleven. Oh, oh man also so that close. is uh doesn't count it's a proper noun You just said a word Yeah but it's a proper noun You can't play oh, it in Scrabble changing, it doesn't now count Now you change it the sub Now you change If the you can't game. play it in Scrabble it doesn't count Okay 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 Uh guys again nope. I'm going to we're going to keep rolling on the show until you give me a word longer than 12 letters Um longer than 12 letters how about
0: absolutely nope not close huh nope uh charisma no no that definitely is not um i have no clue why this is really boring is it though yes it is okay speechless how many is that dude you're really bad at this game okay you give me one
2: off the top of your head um yeah exactly the one that I used to always use in middle school is anti-disestablishmentarianism, to okay. to to rare terrar- to I get it, but get that's it. the only. Okay. I don't have. I have no idea what it means. <laughs> All right, I feel like uh, incomprehensible don't... might feel m- make that list. Oh, maybe I gotta actually count out the letters and spell it out. Hold on, incomprehensible. Yeah, that, that works. Incomprehensible.
0: Tell your wife she's not allowed to enter our five-minute member contest. Um, if you guys want to, we ever, what we're going to start doing is when we're tweeting, like we mentioned before, we are going to do hashtag five-minute member. We're not even going to say it, but any tweet that we ever do, if you reply with five, hashtag five-minute member on any of our tweets, it doesn't have to be one that we talk about. If you tweet at us within five minutes of us tweeting what we did or what we put on Twitter, then you are automatically entered to win, um, win a T-shirt. And we're gonna try to give away T-shirts like once a week. Right now, Christian wants to give away a couple, so he's gonna give one away tonight, from okay. our, uh, um, or today for our T-shirt. For I,
2: the- I always do the picking. So, do you want to do the picking this time? Sure. Yeah, I'll do it.
0: Uh, let's see here. Um, so again, the best way. Christian, why don't you tell them
2: the best way they
0: can be a five minute member?
2: Best way you can be a five minute member is to turn on your notifications when we tweet. Follow us at eat on Twitter. Is that it? Yeah. Is that yeah. all you
0: wanted me to do? Turn off your, turn on turn on your notifications.
2: Um actually, if you want to and we've been doing a lot of drafts and I just came up with an idea here because a lot of people want to be in drafts with me and we tend to do them a little bit sporadically. Um, I'm going to start tweeting out when I'm doing drafts at Seabrito Fantasy. Dale, I think you should do the same, at Dale underscore fantasy. That way, if you're following us, but if you follow us on the app, you'll get notifications there as well. Um, we're doing draft. Just download the draft app. It's basically uh, fantasy football, daily fantasy, but you can draft each week your players. Our promo code is Eat Sleep Fantasy for a free $3 entry. Or follow me, ESF burrito or dale esf dale right
0: that's great uh i got this well the problem is okay i'm just gonna pick one because i'm taking way too long okay all right so just a random guy here and i like this one it's kind of funny uh the five minute member he posted a gif of peter griffin raising his hand like hey pick me pick me and it's kind of funny that Peter Griffin is holding up his hand and only has four fingers and is a five minute member. Um so we are going
2: to give this away to Paul Hill. All right. Now let me just quickly confirm that that guy did it within 5 minutes. Paul. Um, Hill. Yeah, he
0: did. He did.
2: All right. Paul Hill.
0: He gets a uh he gets a little bonus for the gif. Okay. Okay. So Paul Hill won the t-shirt for today. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Congratulations, Paul Hill.
2: Is that it? Is that all you yeah. wanted to do there? That's all I wanted
0: to do there. By the way, everybody, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at EatSleepFF. And you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Anchor as well. Don't forget about Anchor. Yep. And we are doing a live show on Friday. At seven thirty, is that what you said, Christian? Seven thirty. It would be Set. incomprehensible
2: 730-ish. for you, for me <laughs> to miss. It. Okay,
0: okay. There's a difference between knowing the words and actually using the words.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't. That, it's just it was. I know what the word means. Like I can't understand, but it's incomprehensible to me that someone would miss our live show. How about yes. this? Is there, that better? There. Yeah, it's better. Yeah, yeah.
0: So listen to our live show. You can call us. Uh even if you just want to call and chat and um you know, just shoot the shit with us, that's fine too. Because we're always waiting for callers to call us to fill up the air. Like Again, right this now. Gone on long <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening. Uh we really, 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 really appreciate it. Again, eat dot com for Christian. I'm Dale. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Get your shorts on.
1: Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy.